Welcome to Steve's Cottage with Steve Horner. Steve Horner, a former radio talk show host, helps spotlight the source of today's social chaos while offering practical solutions to the problems negatively affecting you and your family. And now, here's Steve. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, cackling Rosie here, folks. Hey, Cacklin' Rosie, get on board. We're gonna ride till there ain't no more to go. Taking it slow, Lord, don't you know? Yes, this is your friend Cacklin' Rosie at Steve's Cottage. I got a big question for you. What is a feminist? Wanna know my answer? <laughs> it's one of those cutesy, overprivileged, mean, stupid little white cunts. And now we're talking about C period, U period, N period, T period. It's an acronym for can't understand normal thinking. Uh-huh. That's right. They talk the big talk about being independent and all, but <laughs> they can rarely walk the big walk without the big help from others. <laughs> I tell you, they're spoiled, they hate men, they abort their children, they spend money above their means, they're irresponsible, lazy in every way, overprivileged and overeducated. <laughs> and don't you ever, Abby, don't you ever call me a feminist. I've always worked for a living without any favors from anybody, and I wouldn't have it any other way. That's what's made me strong. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look at me. You think I've lived an entitled life based on my looks? <laughs> of course not. It's like a man being me. It's like a man being named Sue. There's been barriers all along the way, but I've always forged ahead. That's what's made me the bold, responsible, good-looking babe you see right now on your screen. <laughs> yes, I have to. I have to admit, I am, I am absolutely gorgeous, aren't I? <laughs> well, I gotta go, here's Steve! That is one far out chick. I, I really love Cacklin Rosie because you know, uh, She's had to work hard for her success, and uh, she has done well. She speaks well, and she's uh, right up front with happiness every day. Yep, and she hit it right on the mark with a, what a feminist is. Say, by the way, I'm Steve Horner. Welcome to Steve's Cottage. I'm happy to have your company today. We're talking feminism. I'm going to just get back and do a little bit more of this uh, Susan Faludi book. And... Uh, and uh, we're going to have lots of fun along the way. Uh, I want to make it clear that I don't think that a woman is a feminist uh, because she's employed in the workplace. Uh, far from it. I mean, hell, folks, women have been in the workforce since the founding of this country. It's nothing new, girls. Huh? You're not the first to uh, pound a nail. As a matter of fact, I doubt most of you could pound a 16-penny nail straight into a 2 by 4 But affirmative action has given you plenty of favors. So whether you can pound it straight or not, you still got a job. 
That's a pretty gracious country, if you ask me, but I think it has spoiled a lot of you. Nevertheless, I think today's feminist really has a bad attitude. Never, never, never getting enough. I think a lot of the, a, a lot of the gals are mean and stupid, arrogant, vindictive, and uh, as the acronym says, I don't think they can uh, understand normal thinking. Jacqueline Rosie defined them absolutely beautiful. And now, drum roll, uh-huh, it's cleanup time. See, last week I was uh, speaking of the uh, preposterousness of bringing a person to trial for rape simply out of hearsay and innuendos, even though it allegedly took place decades ago. Many of you probably know or knew that I was speaking of Donald J. Trump. Well, that's what I was talking about. And I failed to say I was speaking of Trump's case with this old hag, E. Jean Carroll, a self-professed feminist. And uh, this case is example. It's a perfect example of today's feminist, liberal, arrogance, and vindictiveness. Example. Picture this, little Steve Horner here, okay? Little Steve Horner from Steve's Cottage. I, I go to New York City and I file a complaint with these uh, liberal, liberal ditzes, attorneys general, Letitia James, Elvin Brigg. <laughs> I remember their names today right off the top of my head. I wasn't going to mention them because it wasn't part of the script. But uh, I remember a couple of weeks ago, I couldn't remember them. That's kind of fun. But uh, they are liberal. And being black, you got to think, hey, it's uh, revenge time. This is reparation time. That's not justice, folks. That's mean, arrogant, vindictive, stupid. That rips at the, at, at the fabric of the United States. But, you know, I'm not here to preach doom and gloom. I don't really give a I've told you this from show one. I don't give a damn what happens to you. We're all born equal. What you do with your life makes you stand out. So picture this, little old Steve Horner files a complaint with the ditzes in New York, and I say that Chuck Schumer's niece, Amy Schumer, who called Donald Trump's beautiful wife, Melania, a feckless cunt. I didn't get, get much script, did it? No, of course not. That's buried. But you see, I charge her in court same court where, 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 where Trump got raped. And I say, Amy and her friend Nancy Pelosi pushed me into a clothing closet and raped me. Absolutely molested me and had their way with me. I'd probably be, end up in jail just for falling, filing what they would call a false police report, right? I don't have the name. I don't have the money. I don't have the, pres, the, the prestige, the knowledge, uh, the, the, the international fame. I'm not hated as much as, as Trump. So that's what I'm saying. It's not the uh, allegation of the crime that's important anymore. It's it's It's... It's the person behind the alleged charge and or complaint. 
And that's not justice. This case is all about this. This case is all about feminists and pussy whip guys hating Trump and getting away with their lies and attacks. And I wanted to make another thing clear is that here, here is what Trump meant, I think, by when he said, <clears throat> you know, it's, 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 it's like that um, uh, Ralph Mannheim, the Jew translator in the book, Hitler's book, Mein Kampf. He's just taking it all out of context. He's putting in his mean-spirited uh, uh, opinions and agendas and, uh, you know, doesn't give Hitler credit for anything. Makes him say, you know, says that he's a babbling idiot all the way, paranoid. And as I've read the 700 pages, I come away with a completely different outlook of the author. And so what they've done with Trump is that they've taken his, his, his message of how rich and wealthy people can get away with being sexually harassing and groping and a bit lewd with women. And the women just go, <laughs> you've seen it. You've seen it. <laughs> right? There's no violence. There's no vindictiveness there. It's just... You know, it's a, but if it was Donald Trump and, and it comes to mind a year later that oh, I'm going to sue that son of a bitch. Ooh, now the cunt has support. You see, the statute of limitations is gone and, and uh, Trump is uh, more popular than ever. And so now I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to get my, uh, my, my revenge. So Trump says that high visibility people can get away with the lewdness. Now, Trump is not giving himself permission to be lewd when he says that. He's pointing out a social phenomenon. We've all seen it, haven't you? On TV, in movies, in real life, maybe your own person. You know, people with high visibility, a lot of money, good looks, can get away with it. I remember back in the early 70s, it was after my stint in Vietnam. I, I, I had been in Venice, California with my brother, Phil. Uh, he uh, had a hop, hop and bar uh, on the intersection of uh, Venice and uh, Santa Monica, uh, right between the two communities, a block from the beach. It was really fun. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I'm 21, and it's, uh, it was a gas. And, uh, and uh, when I got back to the Twin Cities, I wanted to go to broadcasting uh, school. And during one of those summers, early 70s, I'm down at the beach, Lake Calhoun, a lot of lakes in Minneapolis. And uh, a buddy drives up with his little Honda and says, uh, Ozzy Osbourne is coming up with a whole entourage of trucks and cars coming around the lake. And he's, been, he, he's done it a couple of times. Really? Yeah, so let's walk up to the, uh, or, you know, let, let's, let's skedaddle up to the roadway and say hi to Ozzy. I was not a big fan. I'm still into Beach Boys and Beatles and all that kind of jazz. But, uh, you know, Black Sabbath and punk and rock and, you know, uh, hit, hit you in the nose type music was uh, just uh, coming on the scene. And, uh, but everybody knew Ozzy. So he's coming down the beach, standing on the back of this pickup, leaning on the top of the cab, 
waving to the crowds, and he's yelling, I go Earls, show me your tits. Hey, sweetheart, show me your tits. Come on, honey, show me your... All the girls showing Ozzy their tits. True story, 100%. Hey, show me your tits. Now, what if I did that or Donald Trump did that or anybody that the liberals want to get? But see, the, the, but when the liberals want to get away with it, because we just want to have fun, you see, then they get away with it because they're in charge of a lot of law enforcement, which really isn't law enforcement at all. It's hypocritical. So when the girls don't like what Trump is saying, hey, girls, do you got mirrors at home? Huh? Do you have mirrors at home? They're talk, he's talking about your hypocrisy. And talking about hypocrisy, let's talk about a couple of male whores like Bill Clinton and John F. Kennedy. I was a fan of Kennedy. If he was president today, with uh, the way things have changed, his, uh, his, uh, his Democratic DFL politics would be, they were a lot more conservative than what DFL is today, and he would be known as a right-wing wacko. But maybe he would have changed too and progressed or, uh, or <laughs> become demented as time went on. Who knows? But they were whores, Clinton, JFK, but nobody touched them. You see, uh, because, because those people filled the plates of the... Uh, apathetic, sympathetic, diabolical denizens of know-nothing, do-nothing USA, a.k.a. the liberals. And they are who are in control these days, certainly with the Jew press, right? Totally with the Jew press. They're the ones who skewed the stories. So, you know, the whole thing is... Um, you know, uh, it's aggravating. I think it aggravates a lot of people. And that's why domestic violence, I think, is rising because, you know, you have a conservative family. The woman is latching on to this liberal uh, arrogance and vindictiveness. The man is of normal standing, but he can't take it anymore. And pop, boom, right in the kisser because he just can't take... Uh, you know, the, 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 the nonsense that's being dished out on a daily, daily, uh, on, on, on a daily uh, basis. So now, let me ask you, Cacklin Rosie, what do you think of feminism? <laughs> I hear you loud and clear, sister. That is funny. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, Susan Faludi book. Back in the uh, and 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 we know what uh, we we know now what Cacklin Rosie uh, thinks of uh, feminists. <laughs> Amen. Ooh, geez, go to the bathroom now and then. Okay, uh, Rush Limbaugh called them feminazis. You know, I mean, you know, that's pretty much uh, the colors of the swastika, black, white, and red. So 
I read this book as I was uh, doing my single parenting in the uh, 80s and 90s. This book came out in the early 90s. I went to uh, one of you know one of the big uh, brick and mortar block and mortar stores like Barnes and Noble, and I I asked the uh, seasoned uh, gal. I said, well, "Who do you think has the Bible out on feminism?" Because I'm confused. I'm a peace, love, and uh, pragmatic type guy. I don't understand this hate and, and, and anger. I honestly don't. She led me, excuse me, to this Susan Faludi, a Southern California Jew. She wrote this in uh, about a year earlier. I, want, I, I ended up integrating a lot of the thoughts and formulas into my single parenting book just to let my audience know, you know, who's the enemy? What are you fighting? Whether you want to get on the board of education, whether you want to take uh, part in your child's education, whether you're, <clears throat> whether you're um, uh, getting involved with uh, politics, agendas, feminist, uh, uh, gender, race, whatever, you should know what the other side is up to. And so that's what I did to help my audience, my readership in the uh, single parenting book, which is at stevehornerbooks.com. And I hope you'll uh, say hi to me at steve at stevehornerbooks.com. I want to hear the good, bad, and the ugly, whatever you think about anything. And uh, those books are only $5.95 a piece, and uh, I know you'll like it. So uh, as I'm looking at these, uh, in, you know, as I'm reading the book, I'm making notes. I read the whole thing. It's about 500 pages. And... Uh, I, I have notes to myself, and I'm glad I did because then I don't have to reread it again when it came when it comes time to present my take from this feminist agenda. <laughs> Here it is, February third, nineteen ninety three. Dear God, as I read this, as I read this, help me remain objective. Later, sorry, it's impossible. This book is I feel is a uh, th this 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 book is a something a nut a rut a riot a riot this book is a riot I feel sorry for this author and the women she refers to as peers for all their distress is either imagined or fall out from a horrible upbringing boy we've talked about that on from the Steve's Cottage program here often, haven't we? It's a shame to have to blame one's woes on others, especially when the woes are contrived to begin with. I think women should get on with their lives and quit being so predisposed with men. It's obvious from this book that it's becoming self-destructive. Now, you know me a little bit now from Steve's Cottage, right? This, this is my feedback. This is my honest-to-God objective feedback on how I'm looking at this. But yet, you know, she's finding all sorts of cunts who have contributed their Feedback. Are they objective feedback? I don't know. 
spellbinding, frightening. This book's a wake-up call to the men as well as the women who are struggling to build a gender-respectful society. Here's a pussy man, Robert Reich, author of the weekly The Week of Nations. Chicago Tribune, thorough, carefully documented and persuasive. You see, you know, when you got the Jew press uh, in, 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 in your court, well, then you have a different perspective. It has nothing to do with race or gender. It's all about behavior. This note from myself says, this book is jam-packed with crazy personal conclusions and silly skewed surveys from the likes of Virginia Slims and cosmopolitan women. Who do you think answer these surveys? It's frustrated feminists. That's who. Here's something that I thought was really a gas. She says it's obvious. <clears throat> she says it's obvious by the large number of men and low number of women in singles clubs that men are more desperate. Whoa, what planet is the cunt from? I sponsored and held and produced many, many, many singles dances. What's, I, I, I can lead you right there now. It's a captainhookup.com. Yeah, go there. If your club wants to have Captain Hookup, there's all sorts of contact, but, but look it up. Captain Hookup, use a hyphen in the word hookup.com. If you don't know what a hyphen is, you probably won't enjoy the high-level caliber of intelligence and fun in the hookup party. Anyhow, I know that when, when I have hosted these, it's been a big problem to get men to come to these things. Men are pretty much ho-hum, ho-hum. Women outnumber the men. By much, so you have to spend more money to advertise, uh, you know, in, in in sports venues, sports page, sports radio, and uh, so I did my due diligence and was able to balance out the crowd. But seriously, before I learned that lesson, I found out that men really find these things ho hum. You know, they they come there and find a different experience, but uh, the women really flock to it. And then, as far as, who do you think buys all the millions of self-help books, ladies and gentlemen? Women. Who takes all the antidepressant drugs, ladies and gentlemen? Women. Yeah, uh, Susan has uh, a lot of problems here with uh, her anger, her misinformation. She says here that, um, you know, she, she's talking about uh, men need to help around the house because they're lazy and they don't. <laughs> yeah, that's right. As long as you do it the woman's way. Honey, why don't you get involved with the housework? Okay, sweetheart, I will. Honey, you didn't fold the clothes right. Honey, you don't make the cereal that way for Charlie. Charlie doesn't like it that way. Honey, don't you ever spank that child. I'm telling you. So we want equal sharing in responsibilities. But as long as you do it the woman's way, well, frankly, that's the way it really is, Susan Faludi. And uh, that's the pussy whip way of doing it. But I guess that's how they stay married for 30 and 40 years these days. And <laughs> maybe that's why I'm single. But I'm okay with it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, 
And, and, and by the way, how do you fight back on these types of things? Well, you don't elect the women. Women don't have the pragmatism, the cause and effect. They're sentimentalists. So you don't elect them to title, you see. But women are certainly, uh, and, but, but, but women are getting elected over and over and over again in many different states. But those are the states that are underwater in terms of budgets and crime. So why do we keep doing it? Don't do it anymore. Don't elect the women. They're sentimentalists. They're feminists. They're, they're full of anger, arrogance, and vindictiveness. And by not doing so, you become a lover, not a hater. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is called being vigilant. Amen, brothers. All right, <clears throat> that's going to take care of uh, take care of it for today. I've got a cold Coors waiting for me at the uh, at the cottage. And you know this is very important. As you traverse up the hill of life, stay on that rugged, less traveled path. Yeah, you might get stung a little bit, but I'll tell you, it's going to bring you a lot more rewards, a lot happier experience, and greater memories. Trust me. In the meantime, folks, thanks for joining me. You come back again and see me again. Thanks for joining us. Visit Steve's Cottage again with Steve Horner.